Okay, what's up, guys? <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's my usual uh introduction to everything. Yeah, so I'm Julian. I'm handling Sneakonomics from the Masters Podcast. And today, we have a guest. His name is Ewan Lam from Seventeen Gallery. Everyone, what's up, guys? Yeah, clap, clap in your car, your computer, office, toilet, anything. Just clap. Yeah, because this guy, ooh, legend. Lah. Okay, anyways. Okay, so let's, let's start the... The whole thing, like, let's you know, skip all the bullshit and stuff. Yep, yep. So, okay. Uh, Ewan, please introduce yourself. Uh, hi guys, my name is Ewan. I'm 29 this year and I'm from Subang and I run 17 Gallery. Woo! Okay, I mean, if you don't know what 17 Gallery is, a secret consignment store which is located in SS15. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know much about sneakers, it's the same role as Go Chili. If you like food, yep. So, okay, Ewan, tell us. Yep. How long have you been into streetwear or sneakers and how did you start? Um, I would say it really peaked, I picked my interest when I was about 15 or 16, I think. Um, I mean, for me, hip-hop started it all. I've always been into hip-hop. And from there, you know, you see the rappers with the freshest kicks, the freshest uh, gums and stuff. So you just wanted that, you know? Yeah. yeah so Who was your role model? Um, at that time, when you see, you know, Jay-Z had the precious Uptown ones, you know, the yeah. Air Force ones. And then you see Jordans on, on some of uh, some of the rappers, East Coast rappers especially. I would say, yeah. And then you see Pharrell in Bape. You see Ye in Bape back then as well. Mm. So, yeah. It was yeah, cool. I mean, even Ye did a collab with Bape. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did, yeah, the Bape star, the, the college stuff. dropouts yep. and stuff, right? It's, yeah, really dope. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so... Knowing that you're the owner of one of the most successful sneaker consignment store in Malaysia, thank you. To say. Okay. Yeah, so how long have you been running it and what made you decide to open uh, one? A lot of people don't know this, but actually, I'm not the first owner of 17 Gallery. Yeah, okay. so yeah, I actually had a first store. It was before 17 Gallery oh, even okay. opened. Yeah, it was Risk Store. Risk Store? Risk Store. R-I-S-K, correct. Oh, okay. Uh, it was in the old Bukit Bintang uh, Mall. Right. Uh, next to Sungai Wang. Uh, it was actually the shop before the old Frenzy Hood, if you remember. The old Frenzy Hood? Oh, yeah, the inside. Time, maybe at that time I was too young. Yeah, right? so yeah, that was yet. about 2012. That's oh. when I opened up that store. But then that, that, that didn't last long. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, you know, there was friction between uh, some of the partners and stuff. So we closed down. Okay. And then, yeah, and I started working in Seventeen Gallery, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I started working in Seventeen Gallery first. And then, yeah, I was, I would say... I mean, it's not good to say this, but it was dying at the time. Yeah. It was really dying because, you know, I'm not too sure about the stories back then, but yeah, some stuff happened. So they were getting ready to sell off the store. Okay. So yeah, then I heard about it and I was like, cool, you know, maybe I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be able to revive it. So yeah, I took yeah. Gamble. Okay. Yeah, that's what so happened. How, how long do you actually work in Sending Gary before you actually uh, own the whole store instead? I, I think I worked in Sending Gary for probably about three months. Oh, three months? About three, four months, yeah. And then you took over the whole store? Yeah, I took over the whole store. Bro, talk about <laughs> What's that, like? colonization and shit, man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, then I I would say I kind of brought it back to life, you know, mm. safe to say, because it was honestly, there were there was no social social media presence. Yeah. There was nothing happening at the time, so yeah. You relied so a lot on connections instead, right, back then? Kind of, yeah, it did, it did. It did, you relied a lot more on word of mouth, mm. you know, you know, people coming to the store and telling their friends about it. You know, social media played a part, but 
not wasn't as, that strong as, back then. Uh, yeah, right? not like not like what it is now. Yeah. 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 Now everyone's just all the resellers are running like an IG page. Yeah, yeah. Just that's true. That's doing true, business true. there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, let's move mm-hmm. on to the next question. Mm-hmm. So explain more about your business model in um, from Gary, you know? We're a consignment store. We were hundred percent consignment before this. But now I'm saying we're evolving. We're doing more buy sell, not trade yet. Trade I can't really do yet. Yeah. But yeah, buy sell more. Yep. So what What's the benchmark or what do you aspire to be like selling uh, gallery? If you get another store to refer to, I would say. I mean, if you want to look at a, you know, a really dope business model, I would say UN is is UN. pretty. Yeah, urban necessities is pretty up there. But like I really look up to like people at round two and stuff who yeah. are doing things more for the culture than okay. you know for for the money. You get it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what what about urban necessities that actually make you feel like you want to compare your shop to them? Um, I mean, I would say like you know his presence, the 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 the, the store's presence, you know the store's inventory. You know how they stock up and stuff. How yeah. they they go through to full size run. Every yeah, day, that's pretty this, crazy, right? man. That's pretty yeah. crazy. You know the funds behind that and everything. It's their business model is immaculate. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So moving on. Yeah. Okay. It, whatever we just discussed just now is actually quite related to the next question I yeah. wanted to ask you. So actually, do you plan to mm-hmm. start bringing more of your own stock since you have a better sp- perspective of how trends work mm-hmm. based on what sells and what doesn't in your shop? Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Uh I mean I would say this year is the year we've been like, you know, gathering more of our own stock, trying to get more in house stock, you know. So yeah. we can control the margins better, you know, as well. Yeah. And then yeah, it works from there. And then from there we will, you know, slowly grow to other things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Eventually things. Will yep, grow yep. bigger. Yep. So your store has clothing mm-hmm. and it has sneakers. Mm-hmm. So which one actually sells better in your shop? I would say currently at the store, sneakers. Sneakers. People come to the store mainly for sneakers. Yeah, okay, that's good. Uh. Yeah, because uh, around us, there are a lot of other stores that have opened up, and yeah. they cater more to the clothing side. You okay. know? Yeah, I think because the cost is also much lower. Yeah, that's yeah, true. like retail, like Supreme, is like maybe three hundred. Exactly. And then you can sell for five hundred. Exactly. Like exactly, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So can you actually predict trends based on whatever sells um, at the shop? I mean, or like based on preference of what customer some- usually ask for. I would I would like to think you know um you can only predict a trend for a certain amount of time okay. because every trend is a curveball okay. you know they when uh you know one of these big brands and stuff they start doing collaborations they start doing this they throw a big curveball yeah so you're stuck with bricks oh okay and from your previous like oh I think this will sell you get it yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and then suddenly they throw a curveball and like damn now it can't sell mm. so yeah so. I mean, what's a brick? What's what's a brick in your store right now? Uh, NMDs, man. Oh, really? Yeah, well, back those, then they were like big. And yeah, stuff. those were like the races back then. Yeah, you know, after races, the they were like, oh, they were like crazy. Everyone was like, oh, NMD, NMD. We were selling them like, like you know, thirty percent, forty percent above oh. margin, above uh, re- uh, retail and stuff like even more sometimes. But then it just died off. Right. It just really died off. So what do you think actually killed? Uh, Oversaturation, man. Oversaturation. Yeah, they they decided to pump out like. Crazy yeah, amount of colors. So Adidas is doing actually a bad job. Yeah. Over producing. Yeah, yeah. Adidas has been doing that for a while. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, you, you did get some sales out of yeah, it. Yeah, as well, yeah, so, yeah. Right? so I can't yeah. complain much. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Yep. So, how do you ensure or keep up with the legitimacy of your products being brought to your shop daily? Because mm-hmm. now fakes are 
mm-hmm. getting better and better. Yep, there are like one to ones, unauthorized. Mm-hmm. You know, like some you, you can't even tell unless you see the box itself. Yeah, that's like true. Easy, that's right? true. That's true. Yeah. So how do you actually keep up with that? Um, I would say you know, there's we've we've gotten a lot of like you know scares with like you know fake products coming in, you know, and this and that. But for me, never stop learning, man. Like for real, like always get a yeah you know, second, third, fourth, fifth opinion, like. For real, like, just because I own a store and stuff doesn't mean I don't get stuff wrong. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, you know, I have yeah, got stuff I wrong. Mean, we're all humans. Yeah, right? that happens. But like, you know, so for me, always, you know, get a second, third, fourth opinion, you know, then read up more and then you can learn from there. Mm. Yeah. Okay, man. Yep. So like, because I mean, we can't really blame you. So mm-hmm. because even like Yeezy Buster, yeah. he's known for legit checking mm-hmm. Yeezys, mm-hmm. but even he got it wrong on yeah. full size run, like yeah. straight up. He said, oh, these are legit. Oh, those are all fake. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, well, I, I reposted that. Yeah, uh, so the reputation is just like, yeah. just drop I mean, right. For me, those kind of people, if you're going to like, you know, flex, uh, if you're going to like, you know, base your whole reputation on like being able to legit check, you've got to get it 100% right. Yeah. Honestly, you know, you've got to get it 100% right. So when he does that, it takes a major hit to his credibility, honestly. Mm. So yeah. Mm. So what, what do you think of like fake education and stuff? Does, does it actually help? They help, they help, but like... Talks going on that you know some of it isn't too yeah. true. But they help. But like you know, if you notice like fake education, the stuff that they post is mostly very bad fakes. Like okay. fakes you can tell off right. right yeah, the best. You know. Just yeah, like, but like China is keeping up with that shit. So yeah. they, they know what like okay, these guys are looking out for that. We'll probably work on that. You know this and that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, uh, following on to that, uh, question just now. Okay. So have you ever experienced? Or had a customer that came back to you and said like, oh, whatever you sold to me was actually fake. We had, when I first took over, I remember we had a big mastermind jacket, I think. Right. So yeah, um, this guy consigned, he was a friend, uh, friend of a friend. He came in, you know, we checked it, but this was a very rare piece, you know, mm. very rare, very rare piece. Yeah, it's like you don't really see it every yeah, time. Yeah, so you don't see it every time. So la. we checked it as much as we could and then we we're like, okay, you know, this is probably okay, you know. But then um, this guy came. He bought it. He checked. Then he bought it. He 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 left the store. You know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. And then he came back. He's like, bro, I think it might be fake. Then I checked it again. Then I said, you know what? We have no indication it's actually real, actually fake. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, just just you know. Uh, say it's real. Say it's real. Yeah. Or whatever. I'll just refund you. Yeah. You know that's the proper way to do. And now he's our friend. He hangs out at the shop every day. Oh. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wow, that's actually a very mm-hmm. good way. But usually, because like, if they buy something that rare, right, mm-hmm. and then they would rather get the real thing, mm-hmm. the product, instead mm-hmm. of actually getting a refund. Definitely. So, how would you actually handle that if you were in that situation? Well, I mean, like like you've said, we're human. We're all human. Yeah. Things happen, you know. Some In business, there's always uh, stuff that like you, you can't expect is going to happen. You just have to be ready for it. You know, handle it as diplomatically as possible. Yeah. And then, yeah, move along from there. Okay. Yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay, so, next one. Mm-hmm. So, recently, there's been, like, a release almost every week. So, sure. how do sure. you keep track of your inventory or keep up with the space to, like, place the inventory and, yeah. Okay. You know, there's, I've been to your shop before. And yeah, yeah, it's a crazy. A lot of shoes, man. <laughs> and there's some of them, like, I've seen it since before you even owned it. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. I was like, wow, like, you still keep this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, um, I would say now, space is really a problem for us. All right. Honestly, okay. our 
our store is jam-packed. I think shoes in total, we have about, we did an inventory check that day. I think about 3,000 plus. Pairs. What? 3,000 in that, in that whole shop? Yeah. About wow, that's, that's a lot. There's some stuff that we haven't even displayed, you know. You know, because the consignment comes in every single day. And like, it's not just one pair. Some guys bring in like uh, 10 pairs a day. Mm. So, you know, it comes in like that. But we have to rotate it properly, you know. And now we're trying to implement like, you know, that's shelf life. Because last time I was like, take whatever I can get, you know, kind yeah. of thing. But now I have to be more choosy. Yeah, yeah? because yeah, yeah. Just, there's just too many, right? Yeah, and there's too much. I mean, too being much. like one of the best stores in mm. Malaysia, you know, everyone's going to come to your shop because like you have a strong social media presence. Yeah, yeah. You yourself are like oh, quite, like I said, familiar <laughs> personality. Yeah, I mean, everyone everyone looks up to you. When they say Ewan, they're just like, oh yeah, I know Ewan. He's from Sending Gallery. Thank you, yeah. thank you. That means a lot, man. And there's a lot too. of good stuff like, in your shop. Like, I see fragments, Marciards, thank you. Off-White, like, any almost everything you know thank you yeah, yeah so okay next one would be what's the requirement to actually consign sneakers or clothing as well mm-hmm. and have, have you ever turned down somebody um okay um i used to be not as choosy as i was before yeah. but now you know with you know you, you get a lot of people trying to consign stuff which are like you know beat as hell yeah you know like you know stuff like that they think everything can sell yeah like that, right They'll probably make our store like a bundle sometimes. Mm. So yeah, that's that's stuff I turn down. You know, stuff with no boxes I mm. can't sell, so yeah. I turn down. So uh, fakes, yeah, definitely. That's uh, one of the major yeah, ones I turn down. Yeah, yeah but yeah, one. we have turned down people. Like, um, we have turned down quite a lot of people actually. Honestly, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so usually right mm-hmm. when let's say you turn down someone, like, they yep. bring in something beat or what? Okay. How do you really tell them? Well, we just say, say I'm sorry, but like you know this we we can't really sell it you know it's just gonna probably just sit here for a while yeah it's just gonna sit here so we can't take this huh? like yeah if they come in how do you usually receive it some of them okay honestly they they understand because it's a store you know at the end of the day they have to understand it's our business okay we can't you know they have to respect that as well yeah, yeah. but on a, on a like a side note like, like mm-hmm. what's one thing that you feel like you're most awkward about when remember oh, like okay. when it has to do with customers. Okay. I am bad at small talk. Oh, okay. Very bad at small talk. Like if I don't know you, um I'm shy. Uh, I'm honestly a very shy person. Okay. I mean that's that's pretty messed up to say like, I mean <laughs> but yeah, I am. Like eh, when someone comes in and they have like try to make small talk with me, I always shy oh, away from you just like it's oh, hard for okay, me. It's yeah, hard for me. It's oh, tough for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. No, no wonder mm. sometimes like you come in, I notice you just when they ask you how much yeah. or what size, then yeah. that's only when you yeah, reply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then because I always come to your show and you're just like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Also, Once like, I warm up to you, like, I'm, uh, I'm cool okay, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, but right? if like, it's the first time meeting you, I'm really... It, oh, it, just, I need some time to warm up. Kind okay. of thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, next one. Mm-hmm. Is there ever a time where you have to call your consignees to take back their sneakers and for what reason? Yeah, they have. Um, Like, say, okay, maybe they passed the initial legit check yeah. And then we checked it again. Like, you know, we always double try to double check our... Just to uh, make sure. Yeah, right? just to make sure. And we find out it's fake. We just give them a call, like, like say, and say they bring in a shoe and then there's a, like, a slight tear, you know, oh, a slight okay. defect. We have to call them back and tell them, yo, your, your shoe's like this, blah, blah, blah. What do you want it, what is to do? You want it come collect it? Do you want... Um, if you Okay, say the defect is really tiny, right? Yeah. We tell them, okay, there's a defect here. You want to take it back or do you want to, you know, drop the, drop price. the price, you know, uh, alter the price, you know, from what, there. What do they usually go towards? Um, I would say some of them, they've, 
I would say fifty fifty lah. Some of them have taken it back. Some of them have like, have, like dropped the price. Mm. You know, all change the price and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but so mm. how how do your customers really, uh, react to actually a defect pair? I mean, I mm-hmm. bet you have definitely with three thousand plus shoes or how many mm-hmm. else like mm-hmm. you've already sold, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many of them like actually buy? Like they don't mind the defect pair. Do actually, customers at the shop actually care? Uh, there's some that are picky there's some that are not some of them are just happy the shoe is there okay like you know and some of them are like oh damn what is this blah 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 it's just a small scarf kind of thing yeah you know? just point out yeah like yeah yeah they bought they, so that's 50-50 man I would say yeah alright you get all kinds of customers in retail yeah, so, yeah. that's that's very normal uh. exactly okay so next one mm-hmm. okay uh, this one we can just, just do it like fast like mm-hmm. just like, like point form and stuff Okay, so tell like our listeners okay. more about what are the advantages mm-hmm. and disadvantages of actually owning and running a store compared to okay. running entire business on IG. Okay, uh, I would say I'll start with advantages. Uh. Yeah. Like, um, I would say a physical store is more hands-on. Yeah. You know, you get to do things your way, you know, how you want to do it. You get to throw events how you want to market your store and stuff like that. So it's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I really like that about having a store. Okay. Uh, second one, I would say physical store has more trust. Alright. Like people trust more. Or like, like you cannot run away. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing, you know, like, like I always get customers coming to me like, oh, I'm scared to order online. You know, I don't know what it's fake. I don't know what it's real. I don't know the guy who scammed me. So, you know, they they like to come, like, come to the store, like to try the shoe first and see yeah. how it feels. What did you like it and stuff like that? It's like yeah? retail experience. Yeah, exactly. Thing, uh. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I would say the third one, there's more traffic. Definitely. Like, you know, people just walking by. They yeah. stop. They're like, oh. Like, a lot oh. of shoes. Ah, they be like, oh, I never knew this was here. Yeah. You know, they come in. They're like, oh, cool. At least we now know it's here and stuff, you know? Okay. And then, uh, like I said, there's more opportunities to do stuff. You know, you can do whatever you want, honestly, in the store. You can throw a big birthday bash or a barbecue or garage sale or whatever. Have you done one? Uh, we're actually planning a garage sale for next month Ooh, and a barbecue, nice. so stay tuned for that. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah definitely, yeah. man, definitely. Guys, yeah. you all heard that, man. <laughs> yep, we're yeah. going to do that. And then, um, also, there's more ways to grow when you have a physical store. Um, In what sense? Grow. Um, you get, it's easier to grow as a brand. You know, okay. your, your name, it's, when you have a physical store, people are like, okay, uh, you're actually serious about this. You know, every yeah, time people... It's like you're putting yeah, all your, your, your blood, savings into blood, that... sweat and tears all into that, that one shot, right? right? Yeah. So people are like, okay, cool. Uh, so they, they, it's easier to grow and people are actually more inclined to give you more opportunities. You know? so, so the trust is better exactly. and stuff as well. Right? And yeah, I think it just comes down to customers actually prefer a physical store. Okay. Honestly, yeah. Mm. Okay, so we move on to the disadvantages. Yeah. So what are, what are some of the things that irks you uh, or just feel like how do we like why why did I open this store? The, or, like, sometimes... the main one would be higher overhead, man. What? Higher overhead. Okay. Like, yeah, your bills you have to settle, like, you know. Um and a lot you get a lot of customers and people they don't understand that, you know, why our prices are different with like IG stores and stuff. Yeah. Because we have bills to pay, yeah. we have rent to pay, we have lights to keep on, you know, and stuff like that. So they don't get that, you know, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand where they're coming from, but like, they don't take the time to like understand where we're coming from as well. Like, you know, we have tons of bills to pay, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got to keep the lights on, man. Yeah, it's a yeah, big yeah, shop, yeah, man. It's a yeah. big shop. Um, IG, honestly, is a quicker and easier platform. 
Yeah. Like if you want to just do a quick flip, you want to yeah. do like and three. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. So it's much easier, and sometimes we have to keep up with that, you know. Yeah. And we have to find uh, better ways and easier ways to keep up with that. So yeah, it's a constant battle uh, every day, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not knocking on anyone's hustle, but yeah. But like, um, like I have a lot of IG shop friends, yeah. like you know, who who resell and stuff, <laughs> and they they're doing pretty good stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like ZZ, like yeah, yeah. ZZ is a good friend. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's connected well with a lot of like, mm-hmm. celebrities as well through like, that's true, that's social true. media and such. Yeah, man. Yeah, but and I feel like you use social media more just to promote the things at your store. Yeah, but do yeah. you do postage actually? Ah, uh, yeah, we do. We ship worldwide. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, guys. Yeah. So yeah. if you're from overseas, yeah. Yeah, don't, we've, uh, don't be afraid to hit up 17gallery.my Yeah, man, just Instagram. drop us a DM. Yeah, just drop in a DM. Mm-hmm. There's a number. Is that a number? A uh, number. Yeah, yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. okay, WhatsApp, yeah. you know. Yeah, just give them a message and they'll sort you out. Yeah, man. Yeah, so is that all? The disadvantages? Yeah, I would say that's about it. Okay, so mm. basically you're running a business, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think when customers actually come in mm-hmm. and actually do a deal in your shop? Or in oh. another case, mm-hmm. like your consignee mm-hmm. is trying to consign a shoe with you mm-hmm. and then someone just comes in and tries to get the deal straight from the buyer. Yeah, we we don't allow that. Okay. Like that has happened. Like um we also had consignees where they they sell some stuff outside. Yeah. And then like uh okay, say they have a presto or something in the store mm-hmm. and they already made a deal outside and yeah. then their buyer comes and get gets it. Oh. That's one thing that really no, like for me, like get your come and get your stuff. Okay. Like don't ask your buyer to come get it, kind of thing. You know? oh. Like for me, I don't mind coding and stuff like like uh the store has plenty of guys that come by and COD, but mm. do it outside. Ah, okay. Kind of thing, yeah. It's fine with me. Okay. Mm, so as long so it means if the stock is actually consigned in your mm-hmm, shop mm-hmm. Day, the least they could do is the owner go and collect yes, the shoe. Definitely, la. definitely. Don't let don't make a deal outside and then yeah, ask the yeah, buyer. Definitely. Because you don't get a cut, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean like that day there was this uh customer that uh, this buyer came by and mm. then um our consignee told us, you know, the the shoe has been bought, blah blah blah. So we thought he was gonna come and collect, ah, collect it. it. So his buyer came by and then checked and blah blah blah. And then the box had a small dent mm. or the shoe or something. Then he was like, Oh, it cancelled. I'm like I mean, it's not cool, eh? Because yeah. the guy was giving us, like, you know, troubling us and stuff like yeah, that yeah, when yeah. it's not even our deal. It's like you have to thing. handle the customer when it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the deal is actually done outside, exactly, right? Exactly. You all don't get anything out exactly. of it. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's that's quite yeah, annoying, yeah. lah. Yeah. Okay. So, what are your opinions on the? Wait, wait, before that, lah. Before mm-hmm. that, I am very curious, lah. Mm-hmm. Tell us what is your best sale. It could be in a day. Mm-hmm. It could be like a one purchase thing. Mm-hmm. And which is your worst sale? Mm, I think we've done. I think the best one was forty k a day. Wow! The, but one whole day. Yeah, one whole day. Oh, that's like an entire event. <laughs> that was forty k. Forty k a day. That was I think the best day we've ever had. I think it was probably early this year or last year. Oh, yeah, okay. around there. Mostly on what? Uh, what shoes? That was like. Pure shoes and I think quite a lot of accessories at the time. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. Mostly mm-hmm. off whites and off white and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So what's mm-hmm. the worst? Have uh, you had the worst? Yeah, sale? yeah. We've had days where we don't have sales at all, man. Oh, okay. It happens, bro. It happens. I have okay. There's a day. There's uh Wednesday for us. Yeah. It's a, we call it the try on day. Okay. So, so like <laughs> Wednesday is like when we we because it's really slow. 
Yeah. Wednesdays are generally quite slow for us. So okay. that's when we, you know, take our shoe, we admire it, we mm. check we check this, we check that. So that's the day we, we do everything in the store. Yeah. Kind of thing. Just us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yep. Uh actually like recently I I've had a talk with a friend. Like on this podcast for sure right okay so this is what he said mm-hmm. because okay like people consign items to you right mm-hmm. but then the thing is it's brand new right mm-hmm. and then on your ig sometimes like you will post a photo like oh brand new mm-hmm. but someone's actually wearing mm-hmm. it so they ask like so is it actually still brand new mm-hmm. but for me my mm-hmm. understanding is like even though you go to the shop someone's already tried it yeah, but you don't know that yeah yeah but how if someone actually goes up to you and mm-hmm. what will you tell them i mean like um Everything's a, you know, when you go to Zara like or Topshop, things have been tried on. You know, yeah, doesn't definitely. mean it's 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 uh it's uh used. Yes. you know, you can't consider that used to me to me. So yeah, um, I would just tell them, you know, explain to them like he he's not in any way or any form going outside of the store. Yeah. he's basically it's basically like he's just trying on in a fitting room. Yeah, just for a photo for probably about two minutes and he's done. So. I mean, if you particular that about that, then I can help you. Do yeah. you let your customers try on item like clothing, right, yeah. in your shop? Yeah. But uh, let's say they say, "Oh, I need a better like not understanding of mm-hmm. like the fit." Mm-hmm. So he wants to try on with while taking off his clothes, oh. and he wears on his new stuff. Yeah. Do you like? They had, uh, we don't allow that, but like that has happened. Uh, like okay. I remember, there was I think about a year back or something. This guy tried on one of our shirts. And he smelled, dude. Oh, like legit. And that shit smelled like hell after that. For real, we had to go and dry clean that shit and okay. blah blah blah. So yeah, uh, but we we let the cus- the consignee know. We told uh. him blah, blah blah. Explained to him. He was like, he was cool with it. You oh, know? he was cool with it. He was okay. cool with it. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, did, did it sell? Uh, um, I think it sold. I think about three to four months after that. Oh, okay. yeah. But so, at least it sold. At least it sold. Yeah. yeah but I mean. You wouldn't even know, right? Actually. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, exactly. it was nice of you all to actually go and send it. Yeah, we have to, man. Writing. Like you know, because when consignees come in, they expect a certain amount of trust between yeah. between us and them as well. So yeah, we've got to honor that trust. Uh. You got to be honest with them, yeah, straight, yeah, right? Definitely. Yeah, but mm-hmm. okay, guys. So if you would, uh, to all the listeners, mm-hmm. so I mean, if you want to place your stuff at uh, Ewan's shop mm-hmm. and sending gallery. Just know that he takes care of his inventory. Yeah, man. feel free to come by. Man. Yeah, so all your shoes, your clothing are all yep. safe. So yep, don't yep. worry about it. Yeah, okay. So before we sign off, mm-hmm. okay, one last uh, question. Okay. Actually, second. Okay. Lah. What are your opinions on the rapid growth of resellers in Malaysia and the future of the local sneaker slash streetwear scene? Um, okay, number one, I say it's great to see the scene growing. It's always yeah. great to see a scene growing, you know, like um, even in music and stuff like Back then, when I used to rap and stuff, yeah, you know, listen to hip hop. Cool rap, <laughs> I was on the basement and stuff, stuff like that. And then the the scene was really small. Yeah. So when you see it growing, it's really nice to see that. Yeah. But it's always a double edged sword. Okay. It's always a double edged sword. Like you know, um, um, there are things that you like and dislike about it. It's always going, things are always going to have to be like that. You know. Yeah. So uh, I would say now items are more accessible. Okay, like, definitely. Definitely, items. Internet, man. Internet. Yeah, you, you can get stuff like last time, it was so hard to get stuff. Yeah. That's why really I was into, like, always wanted to open up a store. Because I really wanted a place where everyone can get stuff that I wanted. You, you get it? You made the dream come true. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. then yeah, items are more uh, accessible, but also with that comes, like, cases like scams. Yeah. You know, like, online resellers, they have people that, 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 that have been scamming, like, thousands of money from people. 
you know, hundreds of thousands sometimes that happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, um, that's one of the downfalls of it. One of yeah. the disadvantages. Has anyone scammed you before? Um, I've been flaked multiple times. Okay, flaked. Uh, scammed. I don't. Nothing comes to mind that's really like, like, like. Oh, like well, I mean, at least that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. a good thing, man. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and also it de- for me it depletes the exclusivity of some items. Uh, like you know, Supreme used to be like. Supreme. Yeah. It was it reigned supreme, honestly. Yeah, because it was only in US. Yeah, so yeah, you can't yeah. get it. And, and like stuff. only one or two stores or one or two people will be have access to it, you know? Mm. But not everyone has access to it. So I would say the some of some of the people that I know or even me, yeah. I'm moving away from Supreme. Yeah. Because it's gotten very you know it's like, like very mass market. Yeah, yeah. Mass marketed and, and stuff. Really. Yeah, I mean like I don't know what you watch the the Hassan Minaj, yeah, oh. yeah. When you're talking yeah, about yeah. the whole Carlisle group stuff, yeah, that could be it. You know, Carlisle is trying to market Supreme more. You know, yeah. pushing out more stuff. So that's yeah, that could be happening. So yeah. you think the future is gonna be less exclusive? Yeah, yeah. Because a... everyone is selling the same thing. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah that's true. Everyone on Facebook groups, everyone's yeah, selling. Everyone. Not, it's just a price war after yeah, that, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, and then also you. Like I said, it's nice to see the scene grow, but also what the you know some of these guys are really in it for just for the money, quick flip, yeah, or they actually really like shoes, yeah, you know they really like. There's clothes. always that two kind of buyers, yeah, thing, yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. the future mm-hmm. is just you. You don't do you see Malaysia growing? Yeah, definitely. More? I would say they are growing. Like you know, stores are coming up now. More stores are coming up. You know, people have more access to stuff. You know, there's. The scene is growing like, you know, Snickerla this year. Yeah. That was crazy to see, man. Oh, like, y'all yeah. did a damn good, good job. <laughs> yeah, thank so, you. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was good to see that, like, people actually are, um, are taking interest in this, you know. Yeah. Like, even my parents, they were like, huh, selling shoes. And now they're like, whoa, okay. Ah, uh, sell shoes, yeah, man. Yeah, selling shoes. You're pretty, doing good with that. Yeah, you know? go to so, your yeah. store, right? Sell shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, it's really good to see the scene grow like that. Okay. Mm. So, one last one. Before mm-hmm. we sign off. Okay. Uh, just... In two words, okay. define the Malaysian market in the streetwear slash sneaker scene. Hype. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what's the other one? And then just just give like um, a, a small explanation. I mean, okay. Like I'm not gonna say like the whole scene is like all hype, right? All zombies. Yeah. You know, like they buy just whatever everyone likes, but I would say. It's moving in that direction, which is pretty sad to see, you know. Like I remember when the NMDs were hyped and then we had we we had a pair of uh Jordans, I forgot what Jordans, and I I just purposely put them on the on our display case, you know. Yeah. Just to see which one which cust- which which pair of customers were more like, oh, uh-huh. oh shoot. But then people were just like, oh shit, NMD, NMD, NMD. I'm like, uh-huh. yo, these J's have history, man. Oh, okay. You, you know, you, you why so you put one hype, one yeah, history. Yeah. yeah, I was like, why don't you guys? Why don't you I guys appreciate look, the yeah, appreciating the shoe. Right? You know, it's a good collab. So I forgot what shoe was it, but I know it was a collab. Okay. So I was like, they were just into the hype. Uh-huh. You know, there were there were probably one or two people that came in like, oh damn, yeah. DJ is all. I mean, it can't be like hundred percent rate hype. Yeah, right? but yeah. yeah, but like most of them, like the 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 majority that came in was just like, oh damn, this NMD, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. So it was sad, a bit sad to see. Yeah. You know, yeah, that that the. the Consumer, they don't. They just read the normal. Cons- the the they just really want something that everyone is using. Yeah, you know, they don't have a mind for 
Yeah, but yeah. one thing is like, I agree with you on the hype part because mm. I noticed like, even like, the aunties, uncles, yeah, they're like 50, 60 years old and they're wearing like, NMDs, ultra boots and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah. So I mean like, wow, like Malaysia, if you say hype, like, it's very hard not to believe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, wow man, like, I don't know guys, like, yeah. whoever's listening right now, yeah. I mean, if you agree, just mm. comment down below or anything, mm-hmm. just let us know what you think about it. Okay, so what's the other one? The last one? The other word. Yeah, Trash. the other word, um, yeah. Um, 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 I would say growing. Growing. Yeah. It's growing steadily and rapidly, which is good, man. It's always good. Growth is always good, like I said. But, like, you know, there's always going to be thorns in, 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 in someone's side. There's always going to be, you know, the bad, bad seeds or whatever. But growth yeah. is always good. Yeah. Growth is always good, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we have reached the end of <laughs> this episode of Sneakonomics. Yeah. And... If you listened halfway, you just wanted to skip, mm. you missed out his name. Okay, we are we are with Ewan Lam today from Seventeen Gallery. Yep, yep, yep. Thank so you. follow him on Instagram, mm. Ewan Lam, E U A N L A M, and follow his store, Seventeen Gallery dot M Y. Seventeen with a number, yeah, yeah. one seven. Yeah. Yeah. So go and give it. Uh, go give it a look. Mm-hmm. Check out what they have. Just drop by the store in SS Fifteen Subang. Yeah, and any uh. Thing you uh, want to say to the listeners? Say thank you for having me. Um, you, Masters is doing a great yeah, thing. Thanks for coming on, man. No worries. Masters is doing a very good thing. Um, and yeah. See you guys. Everything, Jerry. Okay. And yeah. Thanks okay. a lot. Thank you, guys. Okay. So, we'll see you on the next episode of Sneakonomics. Just stay tuned. Uh, we'll be coming with more, uh, whatever, uh, better content. Mm. Uh. Okay. So, see you guys. Okay, bye. Say bye. Bye. bye.